Baba Mitzri'ad, the lesson we're discussing, a statement of Rabbi Hiya, where a person claimed that someone owes him $100, the person says he owes him nothing, witnesses say he owes 50 Rabbi Hiya wanted to be Mechayev HaShivu'ad, of a Kalva Homer, and we discussed that Kalva Homer, and then we he said, Vitanatuna and our Mishnah is coming to help, and we proved that our Mishnah is not coming to help, rather, it was a different Mishnah that was coming to help, it was a Mishnah of Helach, where a person says, no, I only owe you 50, and here it is. Rabbi Hiyaz Mechayev, a Shavu'an of Sheshat, said, no, he's patur from Shavu'an. And Morzutra brought a Mishnah against Rav Sheshat, where we understood that if a person admitted to some Kelim and he denied it owing a certain Kelim, he's Hayav and Shavu'an, and we thought we were talking about a Helach situation, and we said, no, maybe it's not a Helach situation, and Helach would also be Patur. And in this type of case, there was a Hidush, and the Mishnah was, if he admits to some Kelim and uh, totally denies the, the Kakaote, he has to swear on both. And we said that although this is a Mishnah that's brought down in other places, this is the Aikar Mishnah, this Mishnah that we brought down as Aikar, everywhere else it was just extra. And with that, we're starting Hey Amud Aleph, first word on the page. And the Gemara asks, Ulman de Amar Helach Patur. And according to whoever said, which is Rav Sheshat, who said Helach is Patur, Amayit Sterech Kera, why do I need a Pasuk, Lemauteka Kamishvat, to say that you don't have to swear on land? In the case of Modem Mikzat, meaning there is a holy mood in Masechet Shevorot of Membet, Akod Devar Pesha, I don't need that. Ha, Kol Karaka Helachu. Every Modem Mikzat, when it comes to Karaka, is a Helach. Here's the land. So Amar Lachav Sheshat would tell you that it's Terich Kera Hecha Dehafarba. No, I need a pasuk. I need the Hidush from the Kol Pratiklal of Akol Devar Pesha to teach me that in a case where he dug over there borot shichin marot holes and he made caves and all these different, he ruined the land and basically it's not the same land anymore. You have to give him a different land, a normal land. So the Pasuk came in to tell you that he doesn't swear for something like that. Inami, or Hechad Ta'ano Kelim V'Kakaot, or for the case where he claimed he owes him uh, utensils and land, V'Hoda Be'Kelim, he admitted to the Kelim, he just didn't have it right now, V'Kafar Be'Kakaot, and he totally denied the, that he owes land. So you don't have a Helech over here, you never give him the, the, you never give him the utensils on the spot. So then, that's why you need the Pasuk for this type of case, you need the Pasuk to tell you that he doesn't swear. So Tashima, now we're going to ask another question on Rav Sheshat. We have a Brayta that says, Four types of Shomrim, we're going to learn about it later in this Masechet. In order for them to swear, they need to deny some of the claim, and they have to admit to some of the claim. For example, let's say uh, the person gave uh, someone to watch uh, three cows. One of them, he says, I never got it, or I gave it back to you already. On the second one, he admits he still has. And the third one got hurt, but it got hurt in a way that uh, it's not my fault. Meaning, if I'm a Shomer Hainam, it got stolen. If I'm a Shomer Sachar, something out of the ordinary happened, it was an honest. Or if I'm a borrower then it died just uh, plain regular working, whatever the case may be. So there was an admission to some of the claim, there was a uh, there was a denial to some of the claim, 
And the four Shomrim, the four types of watchmen are, number one, Shomer Hinam, a guy who's doing his friend a favor, watching his cows for him. Number two, Shoel, the one who's borrowing the cows. Noseh Sachar, someone who's getting paid to watch these cows. Ve'as Socher, someone who's renting these cows. So, Hechidami. So, what exactly is the situation where you have a modern Miktzat and uh, and Kefirah uh, Miktzat? Love the Amar Lehelach. Aren't we talking about a situation where he tells him, this is your cow, take it. And you have a helach, and you see that he's high of a shavuah, and this goes against Rav Shishat. And the Gemara says, Lo, no, not necessarily that's the case. Maybe it's not a helach case. The Amar Le, maybe the owner tells the Shomer, Shalosh Parot Masati Lecha, Umetu Kelehu B'Pshi'ah. The owner is telling him, I gave you three cows, they all died with your negligence. The Amar Le'ihu, and the Shomer says, Hada, one of them, Lo'ed Vemeolam. You didn't give me three, you gave me two. Number two, uh, the second cow, uh, the second one, I know something out of the ordinary, it got struck by lightning or something, so I have to swear on that. And the third one, and uh, the third one died, you're right, I was negligent, and that one died, but not the other two. So again, one you're making up, one, it's not my fault, and the third one, you're right. So I have to pay you. You don't have a helach over here. So not necessarily this goes against Rav Sheshat. Tashemas, another Gemara brings another Brayta. The Tanea Abuad the Rabbi Apotriki, and and this time we're going to ask the Rabbi Hiya Kamaita, the first Dean of Rabbi Hiya, the original Dean that we learned on Daf Gimal, where he's Kofir Bakol, and you have Aidim saying you owe half. Rabbi Hiya said you have to swear. Out of the Kalva Homer and the Tanatuna. So the Brayta says as follows: Maneli beadcha. You owe me a hundred dollars. And the witnesses say you owe half. Maybe he has to swear on the other part. And we learn from this. You only You don't make him swear on what the witnesses say he owes. So here you have it. You have a bright ad that says that a person who's kofir bakol and the witnesses say he owes half. He doesn't have to swear. So that's against Rabbi Hiyah. What does Rabbi Hiyah can answer? The Gemara answers for Rabbi Hiyah. Matnita karamit aled Rabbi Hiyah. You're bringing a Mishnah against Rabbi Hiyah? We're talking about Rabbi Hiyah Tana. Rabbi Hiyah is a Tana himself. He has the right to argue this. But the Gemara says, yeah, but he's bringing a pasuk. The pasuk is telling me that you don't swear on what the Aidim claim. My answer is, no, he could always say that pasuk was was for regular that he swears, but it's nothing to do with the Aidim. He explains to you, in that pasuk it says who, and it says the word once coming to be for someone who admits to some of the claim, one is coming to tell me that if the witnesses come and say you owe half, you are patur from a shavuah. Ve'idach and Rabbi Chaya will tell you, no, one is coming to tell me that Rabbi Hiya will tell you one of them who and ze. One of them is coming to tell you that if someone uh, admits to half the claim or some of the claim, and the other one is if it's the same type of claim, meaning wheat, uh, and he admits to wheat, uh, but if he admits to barley, he doesn't have to swear. Ve'idach and Abu Adar Rabbi Apotriki modem imina taana He doesn't have this concept of 
it has to be the same type. Meaning to him, if he, if he claimed wheat and the other guy admitted uh, barley, he still has to swear. He holds like The Tanakhama says, if a person claimed wheat and the other guy admitted to barley, he does not have to swear. And Rabban Gamliel says he does, and he holds like Rabban Gamliel. And the Gemara tells a story. Ahuraya, there was the town shepherd. He would watch everyone's shepherd. Every day, people would give him their sheep to watch. And when they give over the sheep, there would be witnesses. One day, people gave it to him without witnesses. The sof, at the end of the day, so at the end of the day, they come to pick up the sheep. He said, it never happened. I never got it from you today. So witnesses came and said, he ate two sheep. So Rabbi Zera said about this story that if we held like Rabbi Hiyah's original thing, that where the witnesses come and say that they ate uh, two of them or they, he owns half, then the, the shepherd would have to swear on the other sheep. Now Amar Abayabe asks, if you hold the halacha is like that original Rabbi Hayyan, that's the comparison that we're making here, and this shepherd swears, but we have Aidim that say he's a thief, he ate two of these sheep, so you can't believe him on a swear anyways. And Rabbi Hayyan was talking about a situation where the man could swear. He's not talking about a situation like this. So Amalir Rabbi Zira answers back to Abaye, no, I'm talking about that since the shepherd can't swear, then the townspeople over here would uh, swear and they would take a sheep from him. The rule in the swearing is as follows. Someone makes a claim to someone and that person can't swear for whatever reason the case may be. And the person making the claim, the swear goes back to him and he swears and he takes it out. And it's not every case. We're going to learn it later on in this Masechet, but there are certain times. So over here, the swear would go back to the townspeople. Now, the Gemara asks, wait a second. Even if we don't hold like Rabbi Hayah, that he would be Hayah modem Miktzat, still, we should be Hayah V'Meshivu'ah from Rav Nachman, Zadditanan, Maneli Be'adcha, Enlecha Be'adi Patur. If a person claims to someone, he, he owe me a hundred dollars, another one uh, denies it completely, his patu doesn't have to swear. says, we put on this person, on the person who's denying, a shavuat heset. We're going to incite him to swear. Meaning, since the person who's making the claim has a hazaka, that a person doesn't claim unless he really feels that uh, someone owes him something, then the other person should swear. And this is mitakanat hachamim. It's not midin doraita, it's midin hachamim. And we should make this shepherd swear because these people are only claiming something that they would really believe is theirs. And again, since we don't uh, b- believe this shepherd because he's a thief, then we're going to throw it back onto the townspeople and let them swear. The Gemara says, no, you can't use Rav Nahman because the Rav Nahman Takantai, that is also a Gizrat de Rabbanan, that uh, we, a person, the person should swear because the, of the Hazaka, a uh, person's not going to make a claim unless he really believes so. We're not going to put a Takana on a Takana. We're not going to say, you have to swear because the, the shepherd has to swear over here because of Takana de Rabbanan in Adam Toin Elim Kenyeshlo. And then, oh, since you can't swear, we're going to throw it back at the, at the townspeople because of a Takana also. That's already too much. But then the Gemara takes a step back altogether. 
don't you say the whole reason that we don't trust him is because he's a shepherd? Because why? He takes the sheep, he takes it to people's private property, they eat grass over there, he ruins other people's grass, he steals other people's grass. He's a thief, and we never trust thieves when it comes to swearing. Ravi Uda said that he's considered a thief, that he may, he takes other people's sheep into people's private property. That's his own sheep, but he won't do it with other people's sheep. Because if you don't say that, otherwise, how would we give the shepherd our sheep? Uh, we should put a stumbling block in front of a blind person. We shouldn't cause him to sin. by give, If he would take our sheep and go into uh, people's private yards, that would be causing him to, 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 to make a sin. Rather, the the, the the reason we believe him here because he's not going to sin for other people. A person sins, he sins for himself. He's not going to sin for other people. So you can't say he's pasul because uh, he's the thief. Next, we learned in the Mishnah, each one's going to swear that he doesn't have less than half and then split it. So the Gemara has a question, why Dafka this language? The, the the question the Gemara has is al deit lemishtabah What's the person swearing on? Is he swearing on the half that he has, on the half that he doesn't have? So Amar of he fixes the the, the swear up. The Amar he has to say shavash yeshliba. He has to say I ha- I own something in this uh, in this uh, cloak. but I don't have less than half thereby establishing that he has ownership, and then he's swearing how much ownership he has at least. And we're not going to say that he owns a tenth of it, a third of it, a quarter of it. Why? Because he's swearing that he doesn't have less than half. So the Gemara asks, So the Gemara says, why don't we make him swear that he owns the entire thing? The Gemara answers, Do we really, well, Are we going to give him the entire thing? Why would we make him swear on something that he's not going to get? Meaning, if we make him swear in that language that I own the entire thing and he's not going to get it, then we're going to disgrace the Betin. Meaning, we're forcing him to swear on the entire thing and he's only getting a partial of what he's claiming. And that's swearing for no reason. So the Gemara again, So why don't you just say, I swear that it's half mine? Because the Gemara explains, Because by saying that, he contradicts everything he says up until now. Up until now, he was saying, it's all mine, it's all mine, it's all mine. I found it, it's all mine. Now he's saying, it's only half mine. So that goes against everything he did say. Tikma says, yeah, but hashtanami Also, if he, if he says, I own it, and I don't own less than half, then he's also, he's contradicting what he said up until now. So the Gemara explains, we're going to fix the swear. He's going to say, I think it's all mine, but according to, to you, you don't believe me that it's all mine. I swear that I own it, and I don't have, own less than half. So the Gemara says, If both of them are holding it, then why are we making them swear? And here's the famous Amar of Yohanan, Takanat This Shavu'ah that we're placing is from Takanat Hachamim. Why? So you don't have uh, any Joe go and uh, grab someone's jacket and say, it's mine, and then you're just going to split it. No. If we make him swear, he's going to stop it. We trust that people are not going to go that far. So the Gemara asks again, 
V'nehman migod hashid ha-mamunah hashid nami ha-shavu'ata. If that's the case, that you're worried that people are going to grab people's jackets, say that since we believe he might be a thief, we're also not going to believe him and we're not going to let him swear. Meaning, if your entire claim over here is that we're making him swear to, to make him run away from him being a thief, well, if you think he's a thief, don't make him swear. If it's a sword to make a thief swear, he's going to swear and lie. My answer is, We don't say this line. We don't say that oh, since a person is, we suspect a person of stealing, we're going to suspect them of lying in this case of a swear also. People have their limits. People don't care to take something from someone, but the swear or the sifrit or in front of a betin, that's their limit. That's where they have their limit and they're not going to do that. Because if you don't say that, Think about it. When the Pasuk says, a person who admits the partial claim, the Torah says uh, that he has to swear. We should also say that since we, we, we're we suspecting him of stealing, we should suspect him of lying and a swear also. Tikmah says, no, Hatam is a whole different case. Over there, Over there, he's just trying to buy time. He's trying to run away. He says, I only own half. Here's the half. And uh, he's just playing games with them, like we explained before on Gimel Amudibet. And the Gemara adds, Teda, you should just know. If a person denies alone, we still believe him when it comes to being a witness. But if someone gave him something to watch and he lost it and he lied about it, that person we don't trust when it comes to being a witness because that guy is a thief. The person with the loan, we said that he's just trying to buy time and that's his reason. He's not really a bad person, but the person who is supposed to watch something, you have no reason to lie over it. But now the Gemara asks a different question. Let's go back to what Rami Bar said about the Arba Shomrim, the four Shomrim, in order for them to swear, they need to uh, admit the part of uh, uh, partial of the claim and they have to deny partial of the claim. And they are Shomer Hinam, Shoel, Noseh Sachar, Socher. Hey, Nema Megoda Hashida Mamuna Hashida Shavata. Say, listen, hey, what's the reason you're bringing him to swear? Because you believe he he's a liar. You believe he's a thief. Say, if he is, a, if if we're suspecting him of being a thief, we should suspect him of lying in a, in a swear. So the Gemara says, no, Hatam over there by the Shomrim, Nami Ishtamuteka Mishtamet. Over there also, he's just trying to run away. Savam Ashkahna Legana Vitafisna. He's thinking, let me find, you know, I'm just going to lie about it right now. Let me go, let me go home. Let me find the thief. Inami or Mashkahna Le Ba'agam Maitina Le. I'm going to go find this cow running somewhere in the swamp near my house and I'll bring it back. So the Gemara says, okay, if that's your uh, that's your reason, Ihachi Hakofer bePikadon Amai Pasul Le'Aledut. If a person was told to watch something Pikadon and uh, he and he now he's uh, totally denying it, why is he Pasul Le'Aledut? Nema Ishtamuteka Mishtemit. Why why don't you say that uh, he's also trying to get out of it? Uh, just uh, he's not trying to steal it; he's just trying to find it. Savar Adeb Bahashna Mashkachna Le until I look and I find it, then I'll bring it back to you. My answer is, We're explaining. When did we say that if you deny a pikadon, something that you're supposed to watch, you can't testify anymore? That's if witnesses come and say that he That's if people say, no, you have it in your house right now. 
and he knows about it. It's on his front porch. Inami or or he has that picadon. He's he has that watch in his pocket, for example. So over here, when a guy willingly lies, at that point he becomes pasul adut in general, but not in a case where he might he just needs to look for it. So like my asks but when Ravuna said this is about a shomer who has to swear that if he wants to pay, he doesn't have to swear. We still make him swear that he doesn't have it. The reason is maybe he likes that watch and he's willing to pay for it, even even regular price, because you can't find it. So we still make him swear that he doesn't have it. Why don't we say that since we suspect him of stealing, we suspect him of lying in the swear also? The man says, no, Hata Minami, over there also, he's not really, uh, we're not really suspecting him of a, a thie- uh, being a thief. Because over there, more ve'amar he's not a real thief. Over there, he you know he comes up with some sort of weird heter in his brain that you know I'm paying money for it. The guy doesn't lose anything. He can go buy a new watch, uh, figure it out. I'm going to keep this one. So we can't really call him a uh, a thief. We're not going to call him a, a complete thief over here that we don't trust his uh, swear anywhere else. Meaning, over here he thinks he's actually saying the truth. And amar le'ravaham diftil ravina. Uh, Rav Hafim Difti told Ravina, "You still we have a question. But this person, you know, how can you trust him? He's over on the Don't be jealous. He's being jealous, and he's taking the guy's thing, and he's paying for it. Okay, we're not going to call him a gazlan. We're not, but we're, we're going to still believe him in the, in the sense that he's not going to lie. But he's over on the You see that he's he's over avera." The answer is, When people think of Lot Ahmad, they just think, oh, just don't be jealous. They don't think that if I paid for it, they, they think that I didn't do any Avera. And therefore, we can't be posel someone just because he was jealous uh, of something. That's not a reason to be posel someone from swearing. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Amen Amen.